Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. A podcast where we share with you great insights about everything family from over 30 years of parenting seven kids and over a decade of equipping parents through our Crazy Cool Family ministry. So let us inspire and equip you to build your best family. Hey, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast. Uh, Don here this this time with... uh, uh, a new acquaintance of mine, Bruce McCracken. Bruce, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Don. I'm uh, delighted to have the chance to talk to you. So Bruce is in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And uh, <laughs> I, I guess, have you been there for a long time? Have you been in Lancaster for uh, a long time? Yeah, we've been here for since 1983. So it's at 40 years. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So just a few, just a few years, huh? Just a few years, over half my life, yes. <laughs> so uh, Bruce has a wonderful ministry called the Marriage Hub and a nationwide ministry. They do work with marriages all over the country, and uh, we're going to explore that a little bit, and uh, we're going to explore some things they do with with, uh, with just marriage intensives, marriage coaching, and uh, probably, I hope along the way, gain some insight from Bruce about marriage in general that's going to help us. So really excited to have you today, Bruce. Just start us out with, um, you know, you, you've got a pretty impressive resume here from, from a marriage standpoint. So we, let's let's qualify you first. And also just tell us about your family a little bit. All right. Well, uh, sorry with my family, Karen, my wife of 49 years, and I uh, battled uh infertility for nine years and the lord bless us with two sons i call them curly and larry after two they didn't win no mo right so that's right, right, uh, right. the way that goes and uh both of my boys are married now and have so i have two daughter-in-laws and we have seven grandchildren all here in lancaster uh we're you know no more than 20 minutes apart that wow. leaving cleave thing sometimes gets hard but it's it's nice to have them because it helps us become part of the legacy building process into toward our grandkids. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be as old as we are to know the Curly and Mo reference, don't you? You know. Yeah, that's true. If people don't know the Three Stooges, we're in trouble. I used, to, I used to watch that on when I was a kid, and uh, yeah, all, all the Three Stooges episodes. It's in black and white. If you want to go back and watch it, I'm sure it's on such <laughs> service now. Um, oh yeah, you can find it. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's awesome. So. Um, then and it's great to have your family close by. Um, yeah, yes. that's really, um, that's awesome. So, and then uh, how did you get into marriage ministry? Well, that's, that's a long story, Don, but it goes all the way back to my senior year in college, 1974. So back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. <laughs> and uh, I was a youth ministry major and uh, was doing an internship in several little small churches out there in Upland, Indiana. I went to Taylor University and um, was 74, as I said, and the impact of the sexual revolution of the late 60s was beginning to hit the church, infiltrate the church, and we were seeing divorces in the church, something the church hadn't really seen a whole lot of before. And I was dealing with kids coming from broken homes and uh, parents you know, single moms and dads didn't know how to handle it. The church didn't know how to handle it. And that, that's when the, uh, I guess I had an aha moment that the power of the nuclear family and, and what God wanted and why God did what he did in creating Adam and Eve as a, as the hub of all of culture and society. But my problem was I was uh, 19 years old. So 
I wanted to become a missionary to the American family at 19, not even being married, no kids. So uh, I had to do a little waiting. One of the first seminars I did, uh, you'll get a kick out of this. I was doing a parenting seminar uh, as part of my graduate work at Taylor and they, uh, old farmer raised his hand and said, well, excuse me, son, how long you've been married? And uh, I knew yeah. I was, <laughs> I knew I was in trouble. Yeah. So I got married in 74 to Karen and um, we uh, served two churches in the area of youth ministry. I went on and did that. And then I uh, wanted to pursue my graduate degree, went to Trinity Evangelical Divinity School and ran into a prof there called Dr. Charles Sell. And he was one of the seminal writers in the area of family ministry, marriage ministry. And uh, he became one of my mentors and uh, fed that passion that I had as a college senior to continue to pursue. So I did most of my grad work uh, that I could do electives in the area of marriage and family. Got my master's degree from Trinity, came out here to Lancaster to teach at Lancaster Bible College in 1983, taught in the... Uh, Christian Ed Department taught youth ministry here and marriage and family ministry here and um, did a lot of speaking with Karen under the moniker of House on the Rock. We weren't incorporated. We just used the name and uh, eventually two elders from my church took me out to lunch and said, when are you going to take this House on the Rock thing to the next level? The church needs it. The body of Christ needs it. And I'd not thought about that, honestly, Don. I mean, I was... Uh, I had earned my doctoral degree by then, and I did my doctoral studies in the area of uh, marriage and family life education. And um, yeah, so we began praying about leaving the Bible college. I'd been there for 23 years, had my terminal degree, was in an administration position. You know, uh, truthfully, I probably could have coasted my way out, but uh, right. God, didn't, God didn't want me to do that. And Karen was on board and so long story short, in 2004, we incorporated House on the Rock Family Ministries as a 501c3, put a board together and uh, began doing some ministry work. I left the college 06 to come on full time. And uh, we began doing ministry to uh, men, marriages, families. And really, I gave birth to the ministry to try to call the church to awareness of the importance of building families to build churches. And I don't need to tell you this, but, you know, a lot of church leadership today isn't interested in building families. They're interested in building their church, but they don't see the link between building the family and building the church. And wow. uh, honestly, it discouraged me a little bit. And it pushed me out of working with uh, a lot of local churches to the more what I call the capital C church, the body of Christ uh, on a broader venue for us. Uh, that's what made us move from a little local ministry to something a little bigger because we'd work with any church that went to work with us. Anyway, 2008, uh, 09, uh, when the economy hit, we refocused our ministry down. Churches didn't pay for resource people anymore. You could bring a DVD in for 25 bucks. Why would you pay an outside resource uh, to come in and, and lead some things for you? So we began to put a lot of our stuff out on the web and um, use that as a way of generating ministry opportunities for us. So we refocused into marriages and uh, applied for our doing business as the marriage hub then. And uh, yeah, I don't know how much you want me to talk about, but we moved very specifically into intensives. Uh, Karen and I were speaking at Sandy Cove 
Well, and that's kind yeah, of what we ran. Talk about today is that you know you guys now in in the marriagehub.com and people can see that if they want to go to that website. We'll talk more about that later. But you know, you in that um, you guys do really two things uh, for marriages. One of them is the intensives, and one of them is just coaching. And I think for you know a lot of us have been to marriage conferences, maybe you know where it's more educational in nature, and you go and you hear some speakers or whatever. You know, there's a family life conference and things like that. Right, right. But, but I, I think today for this podcast, you know, um, one I wanted to hear have everybody hear your background so you could see that. Bruce isn't just, you know, somebody off the street that decided to start a marriage deal. I mean, he, you know, he's been studying families for years, head of the Christian Education Department at Lancaster Bible College. I mean, he's just, he's, he's been doing this stuff for a long time. And so, but really want to dig in a little bit to say, you know, there's, there's the intensive and kind of what that is and coaching and, and that may be new terms for some of the people that are here, or maybe they've heard the term, but they really don't know what it is. So um, sure. let's talk about an intensive first. You know, okay. why are they important and what effect can they have on marriages? Who usually goes, you know, that type of stuff. So let's talk about intensives first. All right. Well, um, we got into doing marriage intensives and I honestly started, uh, you know, the marriage hub to do marriage enrichment, trying to help couples grow marriages so they didn't need intensives. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I learned very quickly that a lot of couples think they're doing okay until they're not doing okay. And uh, that then they get to a point of crisis and they look for help and, and they go to a place like Family Life's uh, Weekend to Remember, and that's a great ministry. But the problem is you're in their room with, you know, maybe 40, 50 here in Lancaster, there's like 300 couples that come to that event. I mean, it, right. it sells out the big Hershey Hotel here in, in town. So it's it's not really focused on individual couples. So uh, the Smalley boys down in uh, Branson, Missouri, uh, pioneered uh, the marriage intensives with a group called National Institute of Marriage. And that's kind of where I got exposed to marriage intensives and they deal with couples basically who are struggling in in crisis a lot of our couples don are uh, pursuing separation many of them divorce and this might be the last thing they do before they decide to do that so i know we, we want to talk about how intensives can help healthy couples but where we were focused initially was just dealing with couples in crisis and trying to give them some hope and why intensives is so effective is because we have well, couples for a weekend. For just a second. So you just mentioned a, a couple that's in crisis, if you will. What are some signals? So, you know, so like you said, and you also said something super interesting. Some couples, they don't know they're in trouble until they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really fascinating. So what is what are some signs that a couple need, and again, you know, maybe the couple we're talking to right now that's listening to us, or they may know a couple, you know, that, but um, sure. what are some signs that people need an intensive? Uh, basically, what, what we're seeing is, you know, uh, couples are walking away from each other. They're, uh, they've gotten emotionally distant. Uh, sometimes trust has been broken. Sometimes it's, it's you know, significant as an affair. Sometimes it's lying. Um, you know, we see a lot of, uh, pornography issues and, uh, emotional affairs are growing. 
where people aren't able to talk to their spouse about things. So they find a, a you know, a work wife or a work husband and they begin pouring their hearts out to someone else who isn't their spouse. Um, inability to resolve conflict well, uh, if at all. Uh, they find themselves attacking each other and not attacking the problem. Uh, they don't know how to communicate. It may, a, it may not be a couple who's you know about to file for divorce, but it may be a couple who's just really going through some some significant. You know, we're not. You know, we just don't like each sure. other in so many ways. Sure. And uh, well, we, they they wouldn't come to the intensive if they didn't. If they didn't want to make it work, you know. And yeah. uh, one of the things we try to do on Friday night is take them back. We use a Gottman technique of having them tell their story of how they met, fell in love so that they can actually say, you know, we did love each other once. <laughs> and why aren't we there? But well, my wife's favorite. What's an intensive like? Well, the, the intensives, uh, the reason they're more effective than therapy is, you know, if you go to see a therapist and there's nothing wrong with therapy, but uh, most couples don't make it past three visits with a therapist. Uh, it's been our exposure so when you come to an intensive, we get you for about 25 hours of life on life coaching in a small group setting. So uh, if you and your wife were coming to an intensive, you'd probably show up here in Lancaster and uh, you'd be sitting around uh, a cluster of tables with two other what we call client couples and uh, two coaching couples uh, that would be in the room. So there'd be 10 individuals in the room. So it's a very intimate uh, setting. And we use the small group because we want couples to understand that they're not alone, that uh, some of the problems they're experiencing, other couples are experiencing, and they're going to see a lot of themselves in each other and, and begin to think through how they might uh, work through some things better. So we found the small group is really a, a fun, vital piece. And then we walk them to a curriculum, Don. We, uh, what makes us different than a lot of other people that do intensives, number one, is we use a married husband and wife couple to lead these things. And uh, we use a coaching model for a number of reasons, and we can talk about that later. But legally, you know, therapists have to operate within their own state. And we've had couples from every state in the union here. Uh, it gives us the freedom to minister to them. But the biggest difference in my mind between the therapist and the coach, which makes, again, the intensive such a powerful experience is, our coaches have stories. Our coaches have, you know, the therapists build a veil between you and the client. They they don't talk about their life. They don't talk about them. And as a coach, we reach out and we're sharing our story. You know, I'm sharing how I sold Karen's Mustang, you know, the first year of our marriage. And, <laughs> you know, so people wonder why I'm still alive after well, doing so. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. We try to build relationship I and build rapport. Vacuum cleaner for our anniversary one time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, been there, done that. Yes, that's a mistake. <laughs> it's a helpful tool, huh? Come on, you should be yeah. able to do it. Yeah. I thought I nailed it. You know, I thought I just knocked it out of the park. Didn't didn't go exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so we walked them through a curriculum. Um, and we try to help couples understand we start off in Genesis. What did God intend for marriage to be? You know, what did God want marriage to look like? Who's, you know, what does it mean to be a helper? One who comes alongside of an advocate and, uh, you know, and then the fall, why, why aren't we who God wants us to be? And then deal with, you know, and many of our couples, uh, Don, aren't Christ followers. Uh, matter of fact, the majority of them 
come in knowing we're faith-based and they're really willing to tolerate Jesus to get a little help for their marriage. And it gives us an opportunity so to share the gospel. That, I mean, in the, is the intensive of faith-based uh, curriculum? Yes, very much so. But sometimes uh, we should, people that aren't faith-based still want to go. Oh, yeah. We've had, uh, well, we had a professing atheist here last weekend. We've had, uh, we've had uh, people of the Jewish persuasion. We've had Muslims. We've had Mormons. Uh, a lot of old mainline denominational folks who haven't been in church. Same with the Catholics that haven't been going for a while. All have some roots and experience with the Bible and a vague idea of who God might be. But uh, in many cases, they're kind of coming back to find out who God is and how he can help them in the marriage. At least that's what we seem to see. So we share the gospel on Friday night, and uh, our coaches are always tuned in to sensitivity to couples. And, and we've seen couples come to the Lord through the intensive. So it's been a, a fun byproduct. So an intensive, let me just make sure that I get this. So intensive is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday endeavor. It is... Yes at a specific location so it's not online it's not um, um it's it's at a location you're in a small group with a few other couples with a coach who's had experience themselves and leads you through a specific curriculum that all that really helps you learn how to connect with your spouse you got it yes sir Did i do a good summary you did <laughs> better better than I could do. <laughs> well, <laughs> and much more succinct. Yeah. yeah, just repeating what you said there. And so, but I think, but I mean, so I just want parents to hear that, that um a married marriage is to hear that because um, you know, so often we don't know um where to send people. They're in trouble. What do you do? And and uh, mm -hmm. you know, and then it becomes, well, we're thinking about divorce and and you know, um and and so um tell us some. Uh, just a couple, I want to get into the coaching deal just a little bit next, but tell me a success story, you know, that's happened. Well, I, bet you don't have, well, I bet you don't have any, but I mean, just try to think of one, maybe. <laughs> well, we actually we actually have an 85% success rate, and that's determined by the couples are still married a year after they've been to one of our intensives. So traditional marriage counseling is right around 25 to 30% success rate. So wow. the intensives work because we get that time exposure that therapists don't get in fairness well, to them. That's a great uh, point that, you know, that people usually do quit after three visits or one of them doesn't go, you know, I, I see a lot of my couples, we counsel, well, the husband won't go or the wife won't go. And so, you know, the one guys or girls going, what am I doing here? You know? And so, but sure. You can't leave. You got a flight coming back or whatever, you know, and you got to kind of stay till that flight comes home usually, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think what makes couples stay done is that we have a man and a woman leading the intensive. A lot of times the problem with therapists is, you know, I'm a guy, I'm sitting in front of some female marriage counselor who might not like men and I'm going to get blamed for everything. So yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to show up again. What about but, you know, one guy said it, that he feels like that we go to a counselor so they can hold me up. So, but so my wife can punch me, you know, that exactly. exactly yeah. Holds up the bag and ties my arm behind my back. So my wife can punch me. And so nobody wants to do that. Right. Exactly. So and they feel safe because I'm sitting there, my wife's sitting there, or there's a husband and a wife sitting there. So 
everybody's going to be equally represented. And then we let them know on Friday night that, uh, you know, we're not here to uh, defend anyone's spouse's position. Your marriage is our client. And uh, that's what we're trying to build. And that's what we're trying to work. And we're going to speak to those issues that we see that might surround that. And, uh, you know, uh, so it, no one person is 100% to blame for where you are. And the only person you can change is you. So focus on what God wants to say to you this weekend and how you can change to become a better spouse. So what would you say as we move into coaching a little bit, because uh, mm-hmm. you do that as well, and you have not only you guys, but a lot of other coaches that work. I see that on your website. So who goes to coaching versus who goes to an intensive? Uh, that's a great question. Our intensives are basically geared in couples. Uh, you kind of alluded to it earlier. The, the intensives was designed for couples in crisis. So some couples who aren't in crisis think, you know, is, is the intensive going to be too much for me in terms of time, energy, making the trip to, to Lancaster or Maryland or California where we have our hubs. But um, we can do some coaching in an environment like you and I are talking right now virtually. And uh, we have couples coaches and you can just do that. And, you know, you can buy one, two, three sessions. Uh, We're having trouble communicating and that coach can just help you focus on communication or you're dealing with a conflict, you're stuck in something. How can we help you? Uh, We're going to grow this into maybe having husband camps, wife camps, where we're going to talk, you know, have have a literal class on you know, how to be a husband. This is, I mean, where, you, uh, this is done, on, done online, right? Correct. The coaching is, right. Yeah. And um, yeah, in that way. And honestly, it gives us the opportunity to follow up with a lot of our intensive couples that want to do a little bit more work as well. Gotcha. But yes. We, uh, when, when a couple comes in for their coaching, I mean, so what can they expect from their coach? Well, uh, what we try to do when you when you come into coaching, if you were to sign up uh, for the free 30 minute session that we give all clients, we give you a little marriage uh, inventory and let you rate your marriage where it is. And then our coach will walk down and say, you know, your safety score is uh, 23, your communication score is whatever. Uh, I propose that maybe we talk about let's build safety and, and work on working and building some trust. And then we can get to the communication issue you want to talk about. But uh, so they would diagnose based on that little tool that we have and where we can begin to start the coaching process that might be helpful. Because most, yeah, co- well, yeah, most couples you, commit. Yeah. So uh, basically, I'm looking at your website. So you pick a coach, you get a free 30 minute session to kind of see whether where you want to go with that and then you start on that and uh yeah that, that's awesome all right well and we'll see if there's a click there i mean you know if there's a chemistry there within the 30 minutes and then if not you can try it with another coach and see what's going on and we have you can see right now we just brought some couple coaches online and then we have some women who will do you know stuff for the ladies and then some guy stuff that will deal with the guys and uh and maybe some more specific stuff, people just trying to get over, you know, some personal trauma or whatever. So uh, 
the coaching I'm hoping is, is going to be something that's going to be encouraging and strengthening marriages and, and, you know, not necessarily for couples in crisis. Right. And um, yes. And so, um, um, and that's, but it also, uh, you know, as contrast to the intensive, it's one-on-one. I mean, it's one, one on a couple. So you have a coach and a yeah. couple, you know, it looks like sometimes yeah. you have, do you do married couples that do sometimes do the coaches or they can choose? So a lot of times, and that's unusual, I think, the coach is a married couple. Correct. Yeah. That's what makes us distinct from a lot of other people that are doing marriage intensives, quite honestly. And yeah, if you and your wife wanted to do coaching online, you could sign up with one of our coaching couples and, and we would coach you just like we're talking now and it'd be one-on-one. Well, and I can, I mean, uh, from Suzanne and I, we can attest, we have a marriage coach. It's it's not Bruce, but, yeah, but I mean, but we, we have a marriage coach, a marriage couple, actually, that has been yep. coaching us for about four years. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, we, I, what I, one of the things I like about the couple that coaches us is they're not in our sphere of friends. So there is a, you know, a lot of times in churches, and, and it's okay to do this too, but you get a mentor couple, but they're in your church. And so you kind of wonder, okay, what's good. You know, you have friends and they don't, nobody knows what to say and not to say or whatever. And so, but this couple, godly couple, and uh, they do this. They, and so um, I, there's just a few things I'll say about it. One of them is it's helped us tremendously. I mean, we, sure. and, and, and they are able to say things to us that sometimes we're not able to say to each other. And it's, you know, it's, it's sometimes amazing what my wife would say to me that I wouldn't listen to, but when the coach says it to me, I'll listen and do something. Uh, I I won't say that happens the other way around. Of course it does, but I can't say that because (laughs) you're not going to acknowledge it. But, um, but also, so that's one thing. The second thing is, um, you know, a lot of times we have, um, been uh you know felt like we've let the coaches down because maybe we haven't done what we said we were going to do they gave us assignments and and we didn't think about it again until two weeks later and then you know right before the session we're scrambling to you know what we what were we supposed to do and all that the homework done yes (laughs) and we don't do it well and we just you know but in the but in the midst of that so even though that happens fairly consistently, you know, that, um, and so we're kind of, we're probably not the best, um, probably not the best subjects, if you will, in so many ways, it's still, if we look back over the long term of the four years we've used them, it's really helped our relationship, even though we haven't been. So I just say that to encourage parents, look at some coaching and, um, you know, it, it really does help. And then also, um, and don't worry about whether you're going to not be the perfect client, because, um, you know, it, what really helps is that you're taking steps. It, it's not that the steps have to be perfect, but you're taking steps to help you with your marriage. And we just had a lot of benefit from it, Bruce. And so um, I'm a big fan of marriage coaching, and um, I, I can really attest to it personally. That's great, because, I mean, <laughs> as you hit it i mean you know the accountability is huge and uh that's i gotta keep working on my marriage it's so easy to let other things i mean one of the biggest issues we find with couples is the whole idea of priority making each other the first human relationship with each other as husband and wife and you know uh, and the straight and 
your sphere of dealing with parenting. It's so easy for kids. I, I like to call them termites. You know, if, if you let them go out of control, they can eat a relationship right up and, and, and bust it down. Yeah. The second the second most vulnerable time for divorce is empty nest. After you've parented, you've spent so much time focusing on your kids that you haven't focused on each other. So doing marital maintenance as while you're in active parenting is huge because at the end of the day, the person I'm going to be sitting on the porch in the rocking chair with is my spouse. My kids are going to move the, yeah. you know, yeah. and off they go. So uh, you're absolutely right. The, the stronger the marriage, the stronger the family. And, you know, well, we I need to, a couple things. Uh, one of them, I wanted to ask you a question, but before I ask the question, I wanted to, to say that um, uh, it really is what you just said. I want to bring this point out is that um, what marriage coaching does, the, the tips will help and all the things you get out of the coaching, but also uh, I believe that when you have a coach, I mean, just earlier this year, uh, a guy challenged me to do a hundred push up for hundred push ups for a hundred days. Well, I don't care what would have happened if he didn't challenge me to do that. There's no way I would have done a hundred push ups for a hundred days. But because he challenged me to do it, we had this little group going. Uh, three of us guys, we did it. We did a hundred push ups for a hundred days, and you know. I did it for a little bit afterwards. I don't do a hundred pushups anymore every day. You know, I did it for a few days. I, Oh, I'm going to keep this up. You know, I'm going to keep this up. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, but I didn't do right. it. So my point to that is, is not, is that when we have a marriage coach, it, to your point, it makes you think about your marriage more. I mean, it, sure. there's two things I think that you really get out of one of them is you get the tips, you get the 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 belief change, the you know the challenges from the coach, but it also makes you think about your relationship more. So here's the question I have: with the intensive, you said you go through a curriculum. In yes. marriage coaching, I'm guessing you really don't go through a curriculum, or do you? How do the, how does that work? Well, uh, the coaches may use bits and pieces of our curriculum to address your specific issue, but. Um, educational learning style in, in the intensive, we control what the learner learns when the learner learns it in the coaching setting more often than not, we'll let you select the curriculum in terms of what we want to talk about and what we need to talk about. And then our coaches would go. So it'd be more needs based, but you know, yeah, again, I wanted, our, I wanted to distinguish that for our listeners that um, the, the the intensive has a curriculum. You're going down a strategy. It's a, an intensive is intense, you know, by nature, you know, a coaching session can be intense and, and, you know, but it's really, you know, it, it does have a little bit more of a kind of a long-term feel to it. Kind of a, you know, let's do it. And, and what frequency, like would do you usually do your coaching sessions weekly, twice a month, how does that work? Yeah, we, we like to do every other week, Don, uh, because we like to give couples an assignment, give them a week to work on it, and then bring them back and see, you know, what they've done and build on that. So we our goal is every other week. It's really good. And I also think that um, it also cuts down your cost. You know, like a therapist, a lot of times, what well, you want to see every week, and, and, man, that can really get expensive. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, well, um Man, this has been so enlightening, Bruce. Uh, just uh, and maybe as before, I want to let you tell everybody how to communicate with you and things like that. But I have one final kind of section I want to go through. If you could kind of 
tell the main issues you're seeing in marriages right now? If you could just give these couples, you know, okay, take this with you to work on this as your 40-year marriage counselor. You're not 19 anymore. You have been down the road 49 years of marriage as well as, you know, uh, by the way, my parents have been married for 69 years, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and so they, but, uh, and, but in that time, what would you tell if you had just say a couple of things, you know, what's God putting on your heart, if you will, that you want to share for these parents to take or these married couples to take with them? Well, I think I probably share with you, Don, the, the, the most important one that I see in, is the priority piece and, and just making each other, you know, the priority, taking care of the marriage relationship and not letting other relationships, whether they be work, kids, get between you and building the relationship with your spouse and, and just working on that and keeping it mindful. There's going to be times, obviously, when that balance, you know, there's demands that are going to take you away from, but uh, to keep drifting apart is going to be a bad thing. The sec- second thing I think is, is to develop safety. You know, I, when, when I got trained to do the intensives, uh, the, the, the one guy said, you know, how many of you are in a safe marriage? And I raised my hand thinking that safety met, you know, Karen's never really hit me or verbally abused me or, you know, cussed me out or anything like that. So he said, okay, put your hands down. And then he said, how many of you have ever lied to your spouse because you were afraid of the reaction you might get if you told him or her the truth? And I raised my hand again and he said, I thought you said you were safe. And I thought, okie dokie, I guess I'm not safe. So a lot of couples aren't safe enough to really, I, we call it in the intensive, get back to naked. God, you know, they were naked and unashamed at the end of Genesis chapter two. And when sin came, they hid their nakedness and they, you know, hid themselves from each other and we still hide each other from each other because we don't feel safe enough to be who we truly are, who we, what we truly want to be in front of our spouses. So how do we build safety? You know, and, and uh, sometimes that's linked to trust, that trust has been broken and the need to repair that. So I think, you know, those to me are, are two really significant pillars of building a, a vibrant marriage and a family of safety and trust that we well, can going back to that first one um in a practical sense what do you think that married couples can do you know a lot of our couples have kids that are 10 7 and 4 you got baseball games you got you know soccer games you got you know dance practice whatever it is how do you tell those parents and they come to you and they're in an intensive or they're pretty broken uh, what do you do to tell them to, you know, just a couple of things they might do to prioritize their relationship? Well, uh, that's, you hit on the, I think the biggest one is, is schedule. And uh, when, when do you schedule time for you? And just, you know, it's just as important for you and your spouse to have a regular date night as, as it is to get your kid to ballet or, you know, to the soccer game or whatever. And, to put those in your calendar on ink in ink as well, so that uh, that becomes a priority. And, and you're also going to communicate to your children the importance of mommy and daddy, if you will, uh, spending time with each other and, and building their relationship. And Karen and I, what we did is we limited our kids to one event per season, basically, you know, rather than trying to play three sports or do this, that, and the other thing. We did that. They, too. Yeah. Just pick the one and, you know, 
depending on the number of kids you have and, and the schedule, but the one thing, and then and then just basically educate your kids that mommy and daddy are going to have mommy and daddy time. You know, we're going to have well, uh, a and, date night. Yeah, and also related to the safety one, one of the things I just was thinking about as you were talking about is um, <clears throat> is go to your spouse and just, you know, <clears throat> like one of the things we tell our parents, or yeah, our parents a lot, is just to go to bed together. <clears throat> go to bed together, and then while you're there, you know, just ask questions about what's going, how, how your spouse is feeling about things or whatever, creating that, you know, think about, you can kind of combine the two. If you prioritize your marriage and then you have a safe, you create that safe environment for them to talk to you. Right. We call them, I'm, I'm looking at the curriculum here. So we, we, uh, we have something we call check-ins. Watch out guys. We're going to, we're, we're going. Yeah, the book is coming. <laughs> here it comes. Well, well, I thought you might like these questions and your your listeners might like these questions. So yeah. one, of, one of the things we, we ask couples to do is ask five questions, at least to one another once a week. All right. So here's the five. How did you feel loved by me this week? Is there something I did that made you feel special and appreciated? You know, number two, what was the highlight of this week for you? What was the most challenging thing you faced? What, you know, what brought you joy? What was the challenge? What? Because most often, and you know this, because you're a guy like me, my wife says, how was your day? I say, what? Fine. Yeah. Right. So when Karen asked me, hey, what was the highlight of your week? What got you excited this week? Uh, you know, and I can say, well, you know, we got an e email from a couple just thanking us for what happened during the weekend. And, uh, you know, so I begin to talk about something a little bit deeper than just fine. And, and she gets a little peek into my heart. Uh, you know, what does a week coming look like for you? What What are some things that you're excited about for this week? What are some things you're afraid of this week? And then fourth question is, how can I pursue you? How can I encourage you? Um, and then the last question is, how can I pray for you? So uh, we, we try to give couples that tool of a check-in and on a regular basis, just to, uh, you know, if you do that in the context of a date night, that's fine. Karen and I often do it. Now our kids aren't home anymore, so we're in a different place. But uh, we, we usually do it in the morning. After I get back from the gym, we sit down and just do a little knee-to-knee, nose-to-nose, and uh, talk about that. And that's probably once a week we talk about this question specifically. Well, what, uh, why don't you um, send me that in an email when we're done? I'll put those in the show notes, those five questions. Sure. They can take sure. them. And then let's go into also what, you're gonna put, what we're going to put in the show notes. But let's talk about it a little bit. So how do people get in touch with you and, and um, you know, where are you going with your ministry? Well, first question is www.themarriagehub.com. Themarriagehub.com. Uh, the Marriage Hub. Yeah, you don't want just Marriage Hub. It'll take you to some uh, dating site in India or something. So it's yeah. Yeah, don't <laughs> want that. Don't want that. You got to have The Marriage Hub. In India. That, no, <laughs> no, I, I no. Really don't. No, uh, it's, a, so, it's a mixed well, marriage for you there. And, the, and in that, they'll find the intensives and the coaching. And also, it looks like some free resources as well. Yeah, that, well, there's a bunch of articles. Uh, we, uh, we're we always looking for couples, Don, to pray for us during our intensives. We have a prayer team of probably close to 300 couples who are praying for our couples every weekend that come. They get an email from us describing. They don't know the couple's names. It would just be, you know. 
if you're, you're, you know, it'd be D and S are coming and this is their issue and, you know, B and K are going to be there. Uh, and this well, is their issue. So people have an idea. So, so people, I just want to make sure people know this is that um, you can tell I have the gift. I've been told I have the spiritual gift of summary. So, um, <laughs> so the, the one of them is, is they can attend an intensive or send somebody to that, but also they can have groups that pray for them. But also I noticed that um, there's a donate button. And what happens is, is that that helps to scholarship or partially scholarship people to go. So some people just may have yes. a heart for, uh, in marriages that are in trouble. And so if you do, there's a way to, to help that. Um, and then well, there's, oh, yeah, you, can, you can become a support couple, you know, if yeah. you and your spouse wanted to come up and sit around the table with the couples and our coaches, uh, we, we have support couples are basically concierge type couples. They're here to help us meet the needs of the couples, make sure they're comfortable you know, well, the snack to, tables. You go to Lancaster, you can go to Amish country. You can go to see the Hershey plant. Uh, there you go. It's a great city to go to. It's got so much history. So there's <laughs> a place to go. But um, let's finish. Or up. California, if you'd like. We have one huh? in Ventura, California, and, uh, and in Maryland. So, and yeah, hopefully right. coming soon to Phoenix, Arizona. So that's somewhat close to you guys. Yeah, and, and uh, we're uh, looking in Texas too, right? We'd, we'd love to do something in Texas. Uh, the third most searched state that we uh, get responses from is, is the Texas area, Houston specifically. But as I was sharing, Dallas, Fort Worth is a great uh, hub. And Yeah, just uh, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, there's a lot of bad marriages in Texas, is what you're saying. <laughs> there's a lot of bad marriages everywhere, my friend. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, so themarriagehub.com, and we'll put all this in the show notes. And uh, so intensives, coachings, and well, as just some tips. I love that to prioritize your marriage and just be a safe, you know, that's one of the things we talk, two things. If you look at Crazy Cool Family, our family dashboard, what's first, your relationship with God? What's second, your right. marriage? Then, yep. you know, and, and, and but the kids are important. But if you don't do those two things first, you're going to see some cracks in your family vision. And um, and then, um yeah, and just, you know, whether it's uh, the the coaching, can't say enough about that. And then just one of the things we talk about in our culture, um, pillars, is to be a safe haven, to be a place where you, you learn how to listen to your spouse, you learn how to uh, encourage them more, you know, just things like that, that uh, is part of what they're going to coach you on. So, Bruce, thank you so much for being with us. Um, anything else we need to tell these uh, couples out here or say, uh, about marriage? <laughs> uh, just keep on pursuing each other that's uh, that's the key well thank you for being with us and uh, you know uh, we are very excited and, you know I will put all of his information in the show notes and we will um, yeah we'll, we'll just uh, if you have any questions about that you can also uh, just email us to info at crazycoolfamily.com thank you Bruce for being with us hey thank you so much for having me I appreciate the time and uh your willingness to help others learn about our ministry. Yeah, as always, parents, go be crazy. Crazycoolfamily.com. 